a lot of recording on Zoom. That's, yeah. It's a good great, great platform. Great people. Right here on the Shall We Football <laughs> podcast. I'm Ryan, my co-host, AJ and Culp. This is NFL Football, Week 10. Brought to you by Zoom. That's right. As our guest, Scott Ranieri, looks like a clean-shaven Luke Bryan. Everyone clap. <laughs> At least on Zoom, he does. Handsome fuck. Coming up, big Shall We Football. Welcome back to Scott. He's going to walk the red carpet. No, he's not. I forgot this part. Come we're on. just going to probably talk about Week We're going to talk about Week 9, and then we're going to talk a little bit about dang, Week 10. Dang it. Whatever. You can Don't find Scott on the Twitter.com at MunderDifflinFF. MunderDifflin. Uh, he also does fantasy football content for In Between Media, IBT underscore media, and Fantasy Data NFL. He's a co host of the IBT Media Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, he's a fantasy football sports writer of association member. I don't know if that's how that goes, but that's good. Yeah. Uh, is it like the baseball writers of America? He's a Scott Fishbowl 12 participant. For fantasy info and the best spreadsheets in the biz, subscribe to his Patreon. That's patreon.com slash munder underscore Difflin FF. That's M-U-N-D-E-R underscore D-I-F-F-L-I-N-F-F. I want to talk about this last part for a second, though. Yeah, I got approved to finance my tires today because tires are expensive as fuck. Mm-hmm. I haven't been approved for my credit score for a long time. Proud of that one today nice. Got it. congratulations can we, a, can we get a round of applause here oh, I gave you thank you thank you tires are important appreciated. i feel very appreciated uh scott oh no no surprise here you will be attempting the pronunciation game uh and we'll present the mac oracle award for episode mvp and i'm named after michael mccorkle mac jones we love him because he's a former child model obviously, obviously. he is still for now um an nfl starting quarterback he's also a national champion in college his first round draft pick, he does look like John Daly, minus the cigarettes, at least on the field. Maybe cigars mm. every now and then. <laughs> you change the spelling to M C capital O R C A L in honor of AJ's former roommate and my adopted son Evan's inability to spell at a rational level. It's difficult to spell when you've broken your neck in a car accident. Oh, that's right. Um, Scott, he got him? he got I did call him Scott. He got us with this last week. Uh, Evan is fine. Um, <laughs> Ryan likes to say things without context. Evan is fine. OK, he, broke, he has a fractured C7. Vertebra. OK, he's uncomfortable. Okay. He's very uncomfortable. I'm he's sure very he uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, it's election day. Call cousin Douglas. <clears throat> Douglas. The dumbest thing we do, Scott. I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Thanks, Scott. So I was it, it was voting day here in North Carolina just last week was our midseason awards. And today, the United States political system gave out its midterm awards for who's going to lie to Cousin Douglas the most. But doing my cervical duty, I went down and voted. I pull up Blair and some Slipknot windows up because we're at the Lord's house. Separation of church and state. No way. I want to vote where I pray. So I walks <laughs> up to the church in my ND gear, celebrating our recent neutering of Clemson. As I'm headed to the door of the church, two ladies start handing me pamphlets talking about policies and that. I says, ladies, Stillers be with you. I'm going to be honest. The pre-work I just slammed is kicking in a bit early, and I ain't going to receive them gains from the Lord while voting. <laughs> so I walked to get my ballot, and the woman asked me, no, Dane, didn't they lose this weekend? I says, ma'am, I will not be voting for you. I'm fully jacked up on a pre-workout at this point. After five sets of voting and some cardio voting and playing fitness, you better slam my ballot right down. Uh, I hope everyone voted today. I voted thrice. Good for you. Good for you. It's, it's well done, Douglas. Scott, you know how we do things here. Not here to make friends. Human decency and puns not tolerated. Name calling is required. Do not wait until people are done talking to opine. Keep it brisk. We have tiny bladders. No rules. Just right. Brokeback snake house. Gentlemen, shall we football, please? 
Damn right. Yeah. Let's do the damn thing. <laughs> Let's talk about week nine just a little bit. We're going to do Dolphins, Bears, Buffalo, and the N-J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. Jets. And then the Titans at the Chiefs. We'll Chiefs, start Chiefs. with what's first on the page here. Uh, Dolphins at Bears. Bears officially spicy, boys. Is that is that what I'm seeing here, Scott? Would you say uh, juicy or spicy, Scott? Fantasy football-wise, yeah. I mean, especially compared to where they were, where they were throwing 15 passes a game earlier in the season. Yeah. And everybody was victory lapping their Josh Fields hate. Did I say Josh? Justin Fields hate. (laughs) God, if they had a baby. Oh, my God. Uh, Right? I think I have Josh. I think I have Josh Rosen in my head Mm, um, for some some reason. But no, I mean, you know, I mean, Mooney and Komet both have had some value the last few weeks. Again, relative to where they were. And I mean, especially Justin Fields, if you held on to him. I know in redraft formats, he was sitting on waivers in a lot of leagues, most likely. He's looking like a league winner. Yep. You know, he saved my ass last week. I mean, I told you my my Scott Fishbowl horror story. I, I had Justin Fields. I still ended up losing, but I also had Justin Fields in a few other leagues, including a guillotine league. So moving on in that one. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it was Jalen Hurts last year and Justin Fields is kind of doing the same thing, except he's at least in the last few games, he's rushing more. Yeah. So it's um I like it. 78 rushing yards. I mean, yeah. And that, that his, his long, what 70 plus yard touchdown was, I mean, it reminds you of some of those Lamar Jackson touchdown runs and Michael Vick touchdown runs. It was just, it was great. And I've been on the field since you, you take that one out and he's still averaging like, I don't know, a whole bunch of yards, a touch (laughs) way more than anyone. He's still at a hundred yards without that one. Yeah. 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 So two things, Scott. Yeah. One. I appreciate the way you said guillotine. It wasn't correct, but I did like it. I was, I was wondering when you're. Did you like how I, gonna... I corrected myself away from the correct version? You did. I did. Yeah. I did yeah. notice that. I That's one of those it. words where I'm like on the spot. I'm like, fuck, how do you say this word? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's like how I spell baloney. Sometimes I just don't get it right. Well, it shouldn't be spelled the way it is. It should not. That is, that, that's probably the best it. way to put it. Can we vote for that today? Yeah, no, we cannot move on. We did in Washington. Second thing. Oh. Um, I like that. I like that ballot line. Uh, second thing, Mike McDaniel, after the after the game to reporters saying that he uh, he told Justin Fields to Scott stop scrambling and he was irritated because he didn't listen and he didn't take the coaching and ran for 178 yards. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love Mike McDaniel. That sounds like He's Mike a McDaniel. baller, dude. Yeah. I love that, man. And I, feel I think the- Chicago should have had this game. Yeah, the opportunities. Yeah, well, I mean, even in the very end, that obvious DPI on Clay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they were tackling him. Blatant that was a tough one. I mean, like, there's there's the unwritten rule about you know being a little bit less likely to throw the flag on a play like that at the end of the yeah. game. But I mean, at a certain point, that was blatant. You know, I, I felt like Chicago deserved that game. <laughs> but both these teams, especially Miami, I mean, I mean, Miami has just been a fantasy frenzy this year. Gold I mean, It's been so much fun with Tua and, it's and so the two concentrated. Receivers. Too. Yeah, it's it's all going to a Waddle Hill and then most are, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're like wide receiver target share is far and away the highest in the league, so like 65% to just those two guys, yeah, basically. Yeah. Is Tyreek going to break 2000 this year, you think? <sighs> Might. Is he on pace? He, I think so. It's real close if he's not. I know he's he has broken Isaac Bruce's pace through nine games so at something obscene, like 960 yards through nine games. Well, and I mean, their defense is just bad enough. The Dolphins, I mean, that yeah. it's going to be secondary this, injuries. Yeah. It's going to be that. Yeah. I mean, you know, making Cole Komet fantasy relevant. You got to score. Doesn't go, that That's doesn't go. The Dolphins offense, you got to score. Yep. Bradley Chubb can only do so much. So I want to I want to ask this, uh, Ryan, and then uh, Scott and Colt, if you have anything on this topic. So 
uh, this is, um, let's say, um, we've absconded a bit from what we generally see from the Bears. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Okay. So why? That is a wonderful question. Why? Does anybody know the answer? AJ, are you going to talk about Thick Boys? I'm not going to talk about Thick Boys. Could it be just Chase Claypool is not the answer to that question? No, Chase Claypool is Absolutely not the answer not. to this question. Could, could it be the new coaching staff? It took them a while to figure out how to use Justin Fields and the limited weaponry that he has uh, in an effective move the ballish manner. That makes sense to me. Is it sustainable then? I think so. Fields is an animal, dude. I I think it is. I think with Montgomery and Herbert too. I think it's a combination. Like, you know, that's why, I mean, people were, I mean, rightly so, I guess at the start of the season, people were just absolutely trashing Justin Fields and the bears and the new coaching staff. And I mean, they were, you know, like I said, bad. they were they were under 20 passes a game. I think they still technically on the season are under 20 passes a game. But I think it's a combination of a new coaching staff and a young quarterback yeah. figuring kind of taking that next step together is what yeah. it has seemed like. As far as there's a pretty stark contrast between the start of the season and the last like month. 100 um, percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, and you just you've seen there you've seen the And I mean, I, the reason I focus on passes per game is because it was so ridiculously low. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we all could we all see what Justin Fields can do on the ground, but his passes per game has gone up. It's uh, it was up yep. at 28 this past week. Yep. You know, they're they're about to pass like the Falcons and the Titans of the world mm-hmm. um, as far as the amount of passes they throw. And I think it it really is. You know, and he has not turned the ball over as much. Yeah. I think, I think he is something has clicked with Justin. Right. And that touchdown to Mooney was a beauty. Yeah. On Xavier yeah. Howard, like that was a perfect ball. It, yeah. Could it be? And this is going to be a little, a little bit of a stretch. Um, are we seeing a similar path between Justin Fields and what Jalen Hurts did? over the last couple of years where he kind of just seemed to figure it out. Obviously the bears don't have the elite talent surrounding Justin Fields that the Eagles have intentionally put around Jalen hurts to help him succeed. But are we kind of seeing the same sort of progression through their career from elite, elite college quarterback? Of course, Justin Fields, a little bit higher draft choice, similar skill set, both super accurate, both great leaders. Both can run. Justin Fields runs better than Jalen Hurts does. Um, are, are we kind of seeing that same step in that career? I mean, that that's a comparison I've been looking at just because it is it is it's like Fields is just one year behind what Hurts has been doing, because last year when Hurts did what he did in fantasy, it was with a probably not as bad of a roster as the Bears, but no, pretty- but it still wasn't good. It was not good. It was, mm. there was no, you know, <laughs> and they, no they, they, they were injured everywhere too, Scott. They were injured yeah. everywhere. So, I mean, and you saw last year Hertz relied, you know, more so on rushing and rushing touchdowns this year with AJ Brown, a healthy Goddard, um, you know, Devonte Adams doing stuff, Devonta Smith, Smith, whatever. <laughs> well, no, you're right. Devonta Adams has also he been did, doing stuff, things, but just for yeah, a different, it's team. very true. But now, I mean, that's what's been, you know, and I was always, I was a little bit on the fence with Hertz. I wasn't like a hater, quote unquote, but I was like, I want to see it. I want to see him throw the ball more. And this year Hertz has definitely been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So if they, I mean, if, if Chicago just puts some talent around him, I mean, I think he's shown the last few games fields that is that he will be just fine throwing the football. Oh yeah, dude. He's an And the willingness of the coaching staff too, because you remember last year, they basically plugged fields into the Andy Dalton offense, like no mm-hmm. effort from, in my opinion at all to cater to his skill set. And this year, new coaching staff, new regime, and they're, they're willing. 
Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is this. And uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about some thick boys, Ryan. Uh, Thank you. There's a, there's a youth movement along that front and it's been going obviously very slow. Any, any bears fan can attest to that. The movement is extremely slow. Tevin Jenkins though, I would say the movement is constipated has stopped (laughs) entirely, Uh, but it's, it started again. And uh, Tevin Jenkins is playing the best ball of his career. Uh, his run, his run blocking grade by PFF is 81.1. It's even higher than his overall grade. He's the sixth overall guard. Cody Whitehair is playing good ball. Larry Borum and Braxton Jones are playing decent football, pretty average, which for the Bears is just stellar. Uh, Braxton Jones plays the run very, very well, much better than the pass. Um, they've got some up and coming guys. And I think I, I cannot imagine a scenario in which the Bears don't go offensive line in the first round next year. Yeah. Should they so choose and should they be there barring trades and you, such? You, so. you mentioned Tevin Jenkins. This is what they expected from him at Oklahoma State. And then he had the back injury and, and he just wasn't healthy. And now that he's healthy, he's actually doing stuff. He, he healthy now. He healthy now. All right, boys. That all we got for uh, Dolphins and Bears. I'm done. I'm spent. Scott, Good. Coulter. I just, uh, Jeff Wilson's fantasy value oh. is, is back up now. It's amazing yep. seeing Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson back in Mike McDaniel's offense. And they already know all the rules. They're yeah. Yep. Doing whatever they want. Yep. And Jeff and Wilson, think- his touchdown was, he, he actually ran uh, a choice route. In the in the red zone on third down. Yes, yeah, so, it was I an mean, impressive he, TD. Yeah, I mean, I think there's it's still going to be a fairly split backfield, but I mean, if I'm choosing between Wilson and Mostert, give me Wilson. I'll take Wilson. Yeah, choice route named after Tashard Choice, uh, running back out of Georgia Tech. Tom All right, Tashard. Bills at New York Jets. Bills at Jets. What the fuck happened? I have a <laughs> I have a crossover a bit between the next two games, the Bills of the Jets and the Titans at the Chiefs. So okay. I'm going to go down. We're talking Bills Jets first. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I'm going to go down them first. So question is just with the question I posed with the Bears. How in God's name were the Bills held to 17 points? Here's how it happens, right? You miss a field goal. You throw two picks, obviously. Pressure. That first That's one was real bad. Real, 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 yes. real bad. <laughs> but pressure is something you obviously associate with good with great quarterbacks not playing well. Five sacks, eight pressures for the Jets. The Jets won the time of possession too. 32 minutes, 44 seconds to 27-16 for the Bills. Win field position. The average starting field position for the Bills was their own 27. And no quick strikes. No quick strikes at all. The first score was 14 plays for 67 yards. Next score was nine plays for 93 yards and then 12 plays for 47 yards or for 42 yards. The longest was that big Josh Allen run. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you're just not going to stop that. No. Not, not, not most of the time. Not but, the way it was blocked. It was unbelievable. No, that was a touchdown as soon as the ball was snapped. <laughs> so <good>. Yeah. <laughs> but they minimized the, the, the long strikes and they got to Allen enough to where he missed a big one, uh, a long TD on their field goal drive. Uh, that he just overthrew a smidge, uh, and then the pressure got to him on another long, on another long one. Did digs before they had to punt around the eight-minute mark in the fourth, which is pretty critical. Uh, also, gotta say, Robert Sala has balls, and so does Garrett Wilson for playing tackle football. Sans helmet for like <laughs> for, oh, ten, yeah. for five to ten <laughs> seconds. Yes, that was pretty great. I want to draw a parallel though to the Titans Chiefs. So the Titans lost this game, but we still see like. Uh, an all-world quarterback being held well under what we assumed yeah. they would. The difference was... Um, You're talking about Malik Willis? 
Yep, Malik Willis. <laughs> All-world quarterback, <laughs> the mighty um, flame. I, for, of, I did of forget to say in the NFL. All so, 13 passes. Uh, right. For the Chiefs, they missed a field goal, not unlike the Bills. They missed an extra point, had an interception on a three-play drive. Essentially, you know, we're calling a three and out there. The pressure, four sacks, eight pressures for Tennessee. So they got pressure on Pat Mahomes. When the starting field position, Casey's average starting field position was their own 22. And no quick strikes again. Here's the Kansas City scoring drives. 15 plays, 67 yards. 9 plays, 79 yards. 13 plays, 93 yards. And 13 plays, 64 yards. Big difference, time of possession. The only thing, the only thing that caused the Jets to be able to win this game and the Titans to lose the game in games that were played where great quarterbacks were sort of held below their average was the fact that the Chiefs kicked the shit out of the Titans in time of possession. Yes, they did. Whereas the Jets hung on. They sustained those drives. And obviously we can boil this down to even though Zach Wilson is still Zach Wilson, Malik Willis cannot throw that ball yet. And that was the reason that these two fairly similar trajectories ended with an upset and one that the scare, almost yeah. was. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bills normally are very good rush defense. Some of that could be because they play from ahead quite a bit and teams have to throw the ball against them. Gave up 175 yards on the ground to the Jets. That yep. is a recipe to lose for sure. And especially when Josh Allen has an off day, um, those happen, especially when you're, you know, also, gentlemen, Sauce Gardner burned on play one. Yeah. Does anyone does anyone else recall this? Mm-hmm. I do. Yes. And then mm-hmm. did things. Forty-two the yard the bomb to Diggs. He got. I mean, he got. Tur- he got cooked against probably the one or two best receiver in the, in the NFL. At least, at least top four. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> well, and I mean, to the Jets' credit, I mean, it was fourteen to three before you blinked your eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I mean, even the broadcasters, you could see like, oh, typical game. Yeah. Yeah. The Jets yeah. did not go into panic mode and you know like ryan said i mean they established a ground game and they maintained it against a really good rush defense yeah so i mean and then zach wilson started doing some stafford and mahomes sidearm passes here every now and then love it playing shortstop out there i wasn't even going to bring up what mahomes and allen respectively did on the ground because that was just that was video game-esque that was mad that was madden yeah Yeah. and garrett garrett wilson is going to be a stud in this league boy yeah um What do we make but, of Elijah Moore? Like he, he even who is that? Yeah, exactly. What's what is an, what is an Elijah Moore? Thank you. I, right. I, I like mean, how does, it, does he have a way out of this doghouse? Or I mean, he was used for nothing but motion. The, from what the I saw. comparison, the comparison I love is that he's the new Denzel Mims, and he also got replaced by Denzel Mims. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, That's it rough. hurts. Because Mims, rough. Mims out, you know, out his usage was higher this week. I mean, yeah. Uh, Elijah Moore, I have no idea what's going on there. Like, what a shit show that has been. I have him on a bunch of teams, and I was very excited to get him, you know? And (laughs) I was like, sweet, Elijah Moore. And now it's just like, I literally, in one of my leagues, every single person was on a bye, it seemed like. And the only way to fill my lineup was either pick up just absolutely never heard of guy off waivers for my last spot or play Elijah Moore. I ended up playing more, but I didn't want to, and I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, How does that make you feel? (laughs) <laughs> don't 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 make fantasy be experts. Don't don't let them make don't you make do things them you don't want to do. Yeah, I know. Make you do things you don't want to do. I don't. I try not to. Let's go back to the Titans real quick. Derrick Henry over a hundred yards. Jesus. Um, in his last, I believe, five games, uh, taking a then... direct snap into the end zone. They got very creative to generate yeah. offense, especially in the first half. 
Yeah, Derrick Henry but officially worked, back mean. after a terrible foot injury last year, um, leading the league in rushing yet again. What was surprising about that game to me is, I mean, at least from a fantasy point scored angle, the way you beat Tennessee is through the air. Yeah. It's not on the ground. And yeah. they, you know, they've been they've given up lots of points to quarterbacks and wide receivers. And for them to hold the Chiefs of all teams. Yeah. It was just, but I mean, this this whole season's been full of. Well, didn't expect that. They they held the Chiefs, but Pat Mahomes still had 422 yards. Well, so. yeah, ex- that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. They, they, little grain they, of salt. They played with they they stayed with the Chiefs. Yes. Um, you know, with a eight to one rush to pass ratio. Yeah. All right, boys. I, I've got one quick little thing I want to do since it is erection day across this great country. Um, what teams are lying to us like politicians? Wait, what did you say? You. I, he said election day, I think. Yeah, election yeah. day? Yeah. Good, because that's what day election is. day. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I want to know what teams are lying to us, like politicians from both sides. As in, Oof. what team is lying to you that, hey, we're good? What team is lying mm-hmm. to you and sleeping under the cover saying, we're not very good right now, but we could be good? Ryan, this is a leading question. It is. Uh, your, your Honor, uh, permission to treat the Ryan as hostile. Is that because you don't want me to talk about the Giants? No, I don't want you to talk about the Raiders. <laughs> oh, you've been harping on the Raiders and when they're going to finally blossom. I, no, I, I just washed, think they're I washed the, my hands. Of they're, these Raiders. they're the best two win team in the history of football. <laughs> you are with each passing week. That statement does become a little more plausible. I'll give you that. <laughs> They're pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, really I don't bad. think there's much lying. Uh, this is all pretty exposed, but Green Bay's in deep shit. Yeah, Green Bay's in. Yeah, deep how shit. how crazy? I mean, that the the downturn of the Packers is insane. The Packers, Bucks, Rams, they're lying to unwatchable. Us? Well, tell me how the Bucks are favored this week. What's yeah, what's that up? That is mind. I love that. I'm uh, give me the Seahawks plus a million. Well, yeah, I mean, from, yeah. from that standpoint, it's great. But like, yeah. just how did they arrive at that? Like, I no idea. I, Geno Smith. Kenny Walker left in the States. I don't know. That's Gino true. Smith better than Tom Brady. Nobody <laughs> likes that very much. <laughs> I do. I'm a Seahawks fan. It doesn't man. sell German tickets. <laughs> I'm a Seahawks fan. I was just oh. nodding in agreement. You are going to enjoy the rest of this podcast, I'm sure, then, Scott, because we have eaten every every dropping that the Seahawks have bestowed upon us. Dude, yes. as a as a fan, there is nothing better than how big of a surprise they've been this year. It's, it's insane. It's a like, fabulous story. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's a great story for Geno Smith. I mean, like a, he's, he's, the comparisons have been drawn with him and Kurt Warner, just like revitalizing their career later. But yeah. he was a first round pick that really was never put in a good position and right. became kind of the butt of jokes, laughing stock. He never really earned that or deserved that. No, he's always been like a, a, a team leader esque player. Oh, one of my favorite things, two, two moments this year so far, one of them was caught on national TV when Pete Carroll there, there, I can't remember which game it was, but he, Pete Carroll looked at Gino and just did a little motion, like breathe, calm down. And then, you know, Gino being the veteran professionally was from then on out was fine. This past week after throwing that atrocious pick six yep. from that moment forward, and they, they called attention to it on the broadcast. He was lights out, Yep. you yep. know? And I mean, it's very just, next throw was an absolute laser dime. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it's the same. Like, I mean, I feel like we come into every season, stuff happens. We're like, oh no, this is the craziest season ever. But this season does feel crazy. I mean, the Packers, mm-hmm. the Packers and Bucks, we just talked about that. But Rams. specifically as a fan, that like when they when they Seahawks won their first few games, I was still in the mode of no, 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 we need to lose for that better draft pick. Yeah. You know, like we need yeah. a quarterback. We don't have yeah. one. And now it's like, 
who needs Why a can't Gino be their quarterback for at least the next few years? So, I mean, Scott, be honest. How many wins did you expect this team to have? Five, maybe. Totally maybe. on the season? Yeah, maybe five. Yeah. I think we expected four, four, two, three, three. I've got the, the homerism. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's put that to the test then, Scott. So we're talking about, about lying. So at this point, are the Seahawks, are the Seahawks fucking lying? I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. And the reason, the reason for that is because offensively they have shown after the first, the first couple games, it was like, Oh crap, we're back to barely any time of possession, you know, low scoring, you know, being one of the fewest plays per game teams, just like last year. It's looked that way again, but then something, I don't know, something happened. And since then the last four games, they're at over 30 points a game. Yep. And it's not, it, it's sustained, meticulous, tedious. It's not fluky. Yeah. It's, no. it's not fluky. And the biggest thing that's promising for me as a Seahawks fan is the defense has seemed yeah. to click a bit in the oh, past yeah. few weeks. They were statistically the worst defense in football last year. Oh yeah. And they have looked better than competent against some pretty damn good offenses. Well, and it was the same, same kind of deal. Like that we talked about with the jets. I mean, it's a young, it's a, it's a relatively young defense. Yeah. They may have struck gold in the fifth round again with this Tariq Wollin kid. I mean, he just looks amazing. Him and Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He's only six foot four and like under like a, almost under a four, three, if I remember. Well, and I think it was, who, who, who was the quote earlier in the season? I think it was Jamal Adams who they don't, you know, once again, they don't have him, but somebody was like, you know, Tariq Wollin, he has no idea what he's doing out there yet. He's doing all of this on pure talent. <laughs> yeah. So just think when he figures it out. So, I mean, you know, the, the stats have shown their improvement on defense over the course of the last month. I mean, you know, they had that 45, 42 game against the lions, which was super duper fun sure. for fantasy football. We love the big but, 12. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, you love the big 12. Relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a Notre Dame fan. It's all about defense, but I mean, now I mean, from, championship. A, from a fantasy standpoint, they are, top five against wide receivers. I know that they do not give up points to wide receivers. You know, I mean, they had that one touchdown to Hopkins last week, but then nothing. So does everybody. I think it's, yeah. And I mean, call me a homer if you want, but I don't think I I might've sustainable model. I think they have, I mean, and it's just nice as a fan because it's out of nowhere, seemingly and very surprising who knew it took Russell Wilson leaving for the offense to work. Yeah, that blew we, my mind. Yeah, we, we could amend this the, this little segment with who lied to us at the beginning of the year, and we're finding out the truth now. And I think the Seahawks are one of those teams. I think the Colts are one yeah. of those teams. I think the Packers are one of those teams. The Rams, the Bucks. Yep. Um, I think a lot of those teams fall into that category. The Seahawks lied to us in the best possible way. The I think Jets, the Chargers lied to us, and now the Chargers they're sort of coming around. They lied to us. The Broncos lied to us. Everybody lies. Fucking Bronco, liars in the, the NFL. Broncos were big liars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I want them to continue to be big liars because we have their first round pick. So, man, I, I elect am, elect them. That's I'm it. only gloating a lot about the Broncos being fucking terrible because I called it. Yep. I, I want to gloat a little bit. I said that the trade for Shelby Harris would be big. Uh, he, he came in as prescribed. Yeah. Well, it's All funny right. too, because you could look at the Seahawks and and even if you took Noah Fant and drew Locke out of that trade, it still looks like they won. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, still looks yeah. like they won. Well. Absolutely. All right, boys, let's move on to the break. We're going to talk about week 10 when we come back.
All right, NFL Week 10, we're going to talk Vikings, Bills, Chargers, 49ers, and Scott's beloved Seahawks and the Buccaneers and Germans. Where do we want to begin? Uh, do we want to start with Vikings, Bills, or do, do we want to start with mm. football from Germany? No, no, no. I want to save the best for last, and let's, right. let's, we'll, let's give, start we'll Vikings. give Scott his bully pulpit at the end. Vikings, Ooh. Bills, how, how concerned are we about Josh Allen's elbow going into this one with the Vikings coming to town? Uh, and, and how concerned are we about the Bills defense against that Vikings offense? I mean, mm. with Josh Allen, I, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? Like we'll know I, Wednesday. Yeah, We'll know. We'll know. To, yeah, we'll, we'll know Wednesday. I'll say Wednesday. So obviously, if he's going to miss time, it's brutal for a team that may have, you know, a lot of people maybe thought we're going to be a little bit farther ahead in their division at this point um, and are not Minnesota, Minnesota. I almost said them as like a borderline liar. Yeah, I like to me, it's not really based in a lot of analysis. It's based more in the feeling of like when I look at their record, I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, I actually you know had I mean? somebody say that to me. I, they, I was in, in somewhere on Sunday and I was and they were like, oh, the Vikings fucking stink. I was like, dude, they're six and one. Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're running away what? with the NFC North. I mean, I think that I think that's going to be a good game. Uh, again, obviously, if Allen doesn't play, that changes a lot. I'm interested to see how somebody like Dalvin Cook does against the Buffalo defense with what Michael Carter just did against the Buffalo yeah. defense, yeah. averaging what six six and a half yards a carry. Yep. You know, because Dalvin, you know, Dalvin's stayed healthy and he's been that massive opportunity share running back we all wanted him to be. So I think you know we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see how Dalvin Cook does against a defense like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, last week he played against the commanders and commanders for all the jokes that get made about that franchise. They have been brutal against the run this year. Beloved um, red hogs on this podcast, Scott. So okay. <laughs> um, strictly from a rushing standpoint, they've given up some some uh, points through the air to running backs, but but they've been really good. Again. And so, you know, you saw Dalvin Cook struggle on the ground. Um, got his touchdown through the air on an also a pretty impressive touchdown. That was a sick but, catch. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Um, so I'm interested. I'm interested to see how that goes. But I mean, I don't know. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Can he, can the Bills yeah. contain Jefferson? Is Tredavious he's, gonna, he's due I for I mean he's up. due for one of those, he's due for a game like Adams had last week. Justin yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. Just an explosion of just points. a two touchdown, 150 plus yards. You know, he's due. Just yeah. to any league remember, mates, I, any league mates I have, I'm trying to buy low on. Don't listen. <laughs> they, they open up a Tredavious White uh, window to come off our last week. Is that right? I th- he was still out. He's he's currently listed as questionable. Okay. Um, with as good as the Vikings offense has looked, uh, and they have looked good. Justin Jefferson has three touchdowns. Imagine when he does have that explosion, and he uh, will. And he, it's going to not just be a week. It's going to be a sustained like purge of points it's going to be insane case keenum as far as backups go for the bills case keenum there are worse ones out there than him he can he can hold no, it's very true together. yeah i'm sorry as as josh allen goes so do the bills if josh allen is less than full strength that affects his ability to run that affects sure. his ability to throw and I, I i think it would be silly not to take the the yeah. vikings i mean in people this game. have brought up the potential case keenum Revenge game, but like I feel like any <laughs> any team Case Keenum plays against now, it's yeah. a revenge game. At, basically, mm. at this point, so yes, he I, I agree. Less bearded Ryan's Ryan Fitzpatrick from the far less illustrious uh, school that still starts with an H in Houston instead of Harvard. Houston. Uh, I like the Vikings in this as well. I I do 
especially, I mean, we have to talk about the caveat of Josh Allen being less than hundred percent, which we don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Coulter. I mean, I think even if he plays, he's, he's dinged up. Right. Hampered. So uh, yeah. Yeah. He's easily hampered. So I think that downgrades the whole attack of this game for Buffalo. Then and you could see last week, he was visibly frustrated running the ball. He's like, I'm fucking tired of running the ball. He, he was getting impatient. I felt like, cause the way that Jets defense was playing him and everything. And I, I mean, uh, give me cousins in this one with Jefferson and cook. And I mean, they incorporated Hawkinson in a big way into the offense. Um, well, how can you not take cousins after that drip dance on the plane? Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. It does, the team loves him, man. He's not doing high knees on the plane and alienating all his teammates. You know, he's <laughs> yikes. He's partying <laughs> shirtless and chains and like, let's ride. <laughs> I still say, I still say, um, Russell Wilson in Denver, you guys have, I'm, I'm assuming, have seen both Major League and Major League Two. Yes, yes, we have. Do you remember in Major League Two when Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn kind of sells out and he's oh, focused on yeah. doing like commercials? Yeah. Yes. That's Ru- Russell Wilson. You're is right. Ricky Vaughn in Major League Two. He's uh, like, that's... doesn't give a shit about his team. He's just, you know, I'm doing these TikToks. I'm eating these Subway sandwiches. God, what a fucking <laughs> idiot. I can't play today. I ate too many Subway sandwiches. How did we know uh, that Russell Wilson was doing high knees? Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson's the one that told reporters. He told that. us, yeah. God damn it. Am I allowed am I allowed to do one pun? Yes, please. Okay. So because you asked for sure. I actually do this with my two girl with my youngest. She's seven years old and she, she we both we're gonna, laugh we're gonna, at it. We're gonna love it then. Uh, bedtime stories. As we sit down to read bedtime stories, I say, Broncos country, let's read. <laughs> it's bad, but it makes her laugh. Okay. That's all that matters. You want to put her to sleep with a smile on her face. <laughs> yeah. Well done. And it's well really done. terrible. It's a really bad dad joke, but you know, are, are we withholding judgment on this game? Um, until we know more about Josh Allen on Wednesday. I think that's prudent. I think we probably should. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm hesitant to take Minnesota at Buffalo. If Allen is playing. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, tough place. To play, if it was man. in Minnesota, I might just take Minnesota either way. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta wait. Yep. Love it. Juicy. Mid November snow. All right. Chargers at 49ers. Uh, the Chargers are fucking liars. Are the 49ers lying to us as well? I think we've all been mm. putting off making that decision every week. Love that. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Um. I I lean towards no. They're not. They're not liars anymore. Not after they got. Not after they, after they got McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, that offense is just going to be, it's going to be really tough to stop. Kittle, yeah. Debo, McCaffrey, Ayuk. Good gracious. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like getting somebody like McCaffrey is like the best thing you can add for somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because of where he, where he runs his routes, where he's on the field. He's a, even if he's not the, even if he's not for some reason, the focal point of a particular play, he's one of the best safety safety valves there is in football. <laughs> And what so could have been for Trey Lance? Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> He's just resting on my IR spots yeah. on a bunch of teams. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a Seahawks fan, I obviously wasn't happy to see the news about CMC going to San Francisco of all places. But you gotta keep him healthy. You, you gotta keep him gotta healthy, keep of him course. Healthy. You gotta keep him healthy, of course. But I think one thing, I mean, with the with the 49ers, whether it was good or bad, whether Trey Lance was gonna be better than Jimmy Garoppolo or not, the fact that that, that is because Trey Lance is out for the season. That is not in their mental efforts anywhere. Right. Jimmy G's our quarterback. Right. And I think that's hel- I think that's been helpful. And like I said, I mean, who could ask, you know, give give those give those weapons to Justin Fields and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they're liars. I think no, they're legit. I believe um, it too. 
I think that honestly, I think that the NFC West is going to come down. A lot's going to ride on the next Seahawks 49ers game. Um, Rams are liars. Um, I, you know, I noticed this, the Rams were playing the Buccaneers and it was like the worst game of the week. It was, it was awful. It was I so thought bad. about putting that up for us to talk about. I, and I was like, what the fuck would we even talk well, about? Well, no, I, I tweeted I out. I was off. like, yeah. I was like, Hey everybody, the winners of the last two Super Bowls are playing and the game sucks. <laughs> yep. Like it's very good. It's just like, who would have thought, you know, yep. I really do think that division is going to come down to the Niners and, and the Seahawks to, to, to rekindle the old rivalry of the early 2010s. Yeah. I think I'm picking the Chargers in this game. Really? I do. The Chargers losses are at the Chiefs. They got their dicks kicked in by the Jaguars at home. And they got their dicks Herbert kicked was in hurt. by the Seahawks at home. Uh, they've won all their road games. They hmm. win all their games close. They've, they only get stomped when they're at home. Give me the Chargers, bud. I, like, they're still five and three. Like, yeah. They're, are they lying to us? Probably. But I'm, not, I'm still not sold on what the 49ers are at this point and what their ceiling can be with Jimmy Garoppolo. They can ugly the game up for sure. I, I don't know. I'm like, I just, this is a tough one to get a gauge on, but with the point spread at seven, I'm, I'm taking chargers with the points. Yeah. I, I would be taking them with those points. Yeah. That's a lot of points. And for what it's worth, I, cause I keep track of, I do my own like fantasy point adjusted fantasy points against, cause I don't like waiting around for the websites to do it. Love it. So That's awesome. So I also track, I break down running back, you know, running back points allowed to, you know, points on the ground, points in the air. Yeah. So the, yeah. the Niners are top five in fewest points allowed on the ground, but they're bottom five through the air. So I, it, it's, it's actually a great matchup for Eckler. Yeah. 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 Colton, AJ, we are, are we kind of on the same page? My, my only hesitation is if, if this game doesn't get started well for the Chargers, then I don't think they're going to have a chance to get back in it. With the ball control that the 49ers play, I think if, if the Chargers do not start off well yeah, and they get behind and they allow Nick Bosa and crew to pin their ears back. Now, it's an interesting stat about points through the air uh, that Scott brought up. So, you know, temper it a little bit. The se- with, with the seven, I think I would probably head chargey way. It's going to be a close game. It's not going to be. A seven point spread. I, I just, it, it, it's, the, I just the 49ers don't, don't play blowout games. <laughs> they, they do sometimes. They do sometimes, like the last game. Seahawks and Rams, they kick the shit out of them. Panthers don't count as a football team. They kick the, they kick the shit out of the Rams twice. Okay. That's true. <laughs> um, they kick, they kick the shit out of a different version of the Seahawks. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, no, this is pretty, I mean, this is pretty classic for me. Like I'd take San Francisco to win, but I take the points for LA points too. I agree with that. What concerns me about the chargers is the receiving core. Obviously Keenan Allen had a setback on a bye week and he's talking about scar tissue on a hamstring and didn't play last week. I mean, he's, he hasn't played all season. He played a a half of football. Uh, Mike Williams, Heinkel sprain. He's due to miss a couple more weeks. Now we did see Josh Palmer, uh, be able to handle a wide receiver one role. Granted, it was the Falcons secondary. And, and I love Herbert and I love Palmer. I've got dynasty shares everywhere, but I don't know, man. Like, is Eckler going to have another 12 to 15 target game? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what it's going to take. If they yeah, wanna, right. Because I mean, and, the, the Niners are also brutal against tight ends. So, I mean, yeah. temper your Everett expectations. Right. I just, I don't know. Like, I trust the defense and the firepower offensively. San Fran a little bit more. And I do, I don't think the chargers have been lying to us. I think they've just been riddled with key injuries at superstar positions. You know I mean? They lost Rashawn Slater. They lost Corey yeah. Lindsley. They lost JC Jackson. 
Joey they lost Bosa. Joey Bosa. Keenan Allen. I mean, it goes on and on. And just like, dude, I, I, I thought this was the year. I mean, earlier in the season before it kicked off, that was my Super Bowl pick, Chargers. Yeah, it was. So I still it believe was. in them. I think they're just uh, situationally have been crippled throughout the season. And I think they're doing pretty good to be five and three. Yeah. Who is, who is your NFC pick? Colt. Packers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Colts, yeah. Colts had a rough, a rough Well, let, let's be fair. I think the all of everyone's NFC prediction is going to look like hot garbage this yeah. year. Am I? Yeah. Everybody's. What was yours? Eagles. Who, did, who else did I'm we on, pick, AJ? I'm on We're record of having taken the Eagles to be the NFC rep. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're um, also really we did that. laugh at our beloved Evan for picking the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just want to throw that out there. I will say I did say Philly Green Bay for the divisional game in Green, Green Bay going. So I, I was big on the Eagles, too. I mean, I had Green Bay winning the North, so I'm not trying to sit here and say <laughs> anything. You know, we're all idiots. That's King of the North. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. It's it's time to move ahead. And, and Scott, you have the floor. Um, your Seahawks in Germany, in Munich. The Germans yep. love American football. And yep. love uh, German beers, apparently. Last I saw a 2.5 underdog. Yes, sir. Which I think puts their expected points at 21, even though they've scored 32 over their last four games. 2.5 game. it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it's a neutral field. I don't I don't understand the spread. I, I I'm I'm not too I'm okay with the with the over-under. It's right around 45. I think it's 44 and a half. But I just think the Seahawks are gonna be on the other end of that, to be honest. I mean, Tampa Bay is one of the better defenses, they still have a really good defense. But they haven't been that great against wide receivers. And again, I'm talking about fantasy points allowed. They haven't been that great against wide receivers. They haven't been that, that great against QBs. Been pretty stiff against the run. I'm curious. I'm I'm very interested. I mean, you probably all know how I feel about Kenneth Walker at this point. Sorry, Ken Walker. That's what he prefers. Yes. Um, Make yes, that that's what I that's what I heard um, from Ken when he was hanging out here the other day. Right. Um, your good your good friend Ken Walker. Yeah. No. I mean, Seattle. We all we all know each other. Yeah. yeah. Small, um, small town. So I'm curious to see, you know, I mean, Ken Walker, he, he had a pretty slow, slow game last week. He, he started off pretty slow against, against the giants, although the giants are pretty brutal against the run. But I mean, I think, I mean, I think Seattle covers and I think they win straight up against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, to me, I, it's so bizarre. Like, like I've been saying this whole, this whole show, like this game, you know, when I looked at it at the start of the season, for one, I didn't. I was like, oh, they're at, in Tampa Bay, not realizing it was in Germany. But still, this was a game where I was like, oh, yeah, this is a loss. There, there's oh, a loss, yeah. easily yeah. a loss. Yeah. Um, and now, I mean, you know, the way they're playing, I just I don't see I don't think Tom Brady in the current state of Tom Brady is going to be able to do much against this defense. I mean, the 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 improvement that the Seattle defense has shown has materialized in. And I think I did the math at some point in their last like five games. Other, if you don't count like a, the garbage time, time touchdown to the Chargers, they've given up like two sustained touchdown drives. That's it. The other touchdowns that have been scored against them were a fumble by Tyler Lockett on like the two. Uh, their punter just kind of dropped the ball in the end zone, said, "Hey, here you go. Here's a touchdown. Um, pick, you know, pick six. Like they, they just they have not been giving up sustained drives to any teams, including the Chargers. Um, so." I just I don't think that I don't think that the Bucks are going to be able to move the ball that well against them. I, I love that analysis. I really do. Um, AJ, it looked a little bit better for the Bucks in the red zone on Sunday than it has the rest of the season. Still not great. So the Bucks have been climbing um, 
Well, as in, we expected, regression but, to but, the mean. But by a little bit. Um, right. Scott, I talked about this like either last week or the week couple before or something a couple weeks ago. Um, the Buccaneers suck when it counts, and that has continued, trended up ever so slightly. But all it takes is just to get into the red zone against the Bucs, and touchdowns are just generally assumed at that point. And the same thing goes for the offense in the reverse is they'll move the ball. Um, but as soon as they get into the uh, into where it counts, it's it's sort of game over. They don't score touchdowns when they need to. Uh, everything between the 20s is is is, is wonderful. And um, trying to see here where the Seahawks are with conversions against. Um, so, I mean, so this is this is, you know, kind of. You know, the Seahawks are middling in terms of touchdowns given up um, and red zone percentage. Uh, I think that based on what the Seahawks do between the 20s, um, I, I would take the I would take the Seahawks here. Uh, I, I I think that um, while I right now, I, I honestly trust Geno Smith more to cash in based on how he's playing than than I do Tom Brady. Uh, you know what he couldn't do against the Rams. That's indicative of what's been going on the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though neither team is great, um, uh, because the, I mean, as you know, the Seahawks kick a lot of field goals, mm-hmm. a whole heap and load of them, but they, they get points out of those, out of those trips and they make a lot of them. So this game might be, could be field goal heavy. I'm not sure. Um, but this, it'll be interesting to see what breaks in terms of two teams that are, well, the Buccaneers are bad at scoring in the red zone and keeping teams from scoring once they get into the red zone, but they don't allow a ton of trips there. So if the Seahawks can make it in to the red zone, I think they'll be able to cash in. So I'm yeah. going to I'm going to take the Seahawks. I would agree with that. I think I mean, I think one of the hinge points for the Seahawks this week that, you know, it could turn into a You know, they I think three out of their last four games or some nonsense. They've won by two scores and. Having watched the Seahawks my whole life, especially in the Pete Carroll era, they are not a team that ever beats anybody by two scores, no matter who it is. It's kind of like what we talked about the Niners. They don't blow anybody out. That's been the Seahawks forever. But the Seahawks have shown that they can do that in the last month. But I think what you said is exactly it. That's the hinge point is sustained effective drives against the Buccaneers defense. You know, can can they move the ball into their zone and they have to eliminate mistakes? It has been really, really refreshing this year. The uh, seemingly reduced amount of penalties on the Seahawks compared to years of past. I mean, they're typically a league leader in penalties, lots of dumb penalties. Um, They have shown some cracks in uh, giving up, getting off the field on third down on defense. The Seahawks, I mean, recently, Um, you know, that's something that you obviously you obviously see that as a fan when you're rooting for your team to win, because it's one of the most frustrating things in the world when the opposing team converts a third and 17. Um, But I think, I think that's where it is. I think because the, the Seahawks, you know, they give up, they'll they'll give up, they'll give up yards, but and the the bend not break strategy of the Seahawks defense, that's been the case ever since Carol got there. That hasn't changed. True. Even even when they were really, really good. Yeah. No, it was the same. I had to, I had to acclimate to that as a fan. I had to be like, Oh no, no, this is, this is what this is they're fine. doing. This is okay. Yeah, this is fine. They're that sure. Get on down there and then kick your field goal. Yep. Um, so yeah, no, I think you hit it. I, I mean, I, I, I appreciate those stats about Tampa Bay. I didn't know that about their, their red zone on both, both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, the Seahawks, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're like, once teams are in the red zone, what they've given up. I just know I, cause I went and looked at it. Cause I was just like, 
I think it was after the Chargers game. I was like, well, because the Chargers game was a good test for for me as a fan because that was like a pretty potent offense that their defense played very well against. Gave up two touchdowns early and then nothing until garbage time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think it'll be close. I'm not, I'm not predicting any kind of blowout or anything like that. Um, I think it'll be close, but I think, I think Seahawks will get it. I think Geno Smith has shown, even when things go wrong, he can, he's fine. He's not a rookie, man. He's a 30, 31, 32 year old dude. He's been around. The dude has seen some things. Uh, he got punched in the face in, in, in New York, quite literally. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just went away, but he's been quietly toiling on the sidelines and he has always been super duper accurate, uh, even at yeah. West Virginia. And, and yep. it, that, that was kind of the hallmarks of his game. Uh, he was, he was a stud in Morgantown and it's good to see him finally do some stuff in the NFL. Yep. Agree. West Virginia could use him back. Right. Now, <laughs> I'd say, uh, all right, boys, well, I, I'm picking the Seahawks as well. I, I just don't believe in the bucks at this point. Same. I've been looking at uh, PFF metrics here against these two teams while you guys have been uh, chatting up about this. And Tampa Bay only leads. Uh, they only have a couple of edges uh, on overall grades as far as uh, I think, let's see, Tampa Bay has the advantage on a PFF grade of coverage and pass blocking only. The Seahawks oh. are better than them in every PFF metric that I'm coming across right now. So AJ that- and Colt are they love numbers. They very much love numbers, rightfully so. Numbers are numbers are wonderful. Numbers don't lie. I trust. And, and just the eye test, man. I mean, Brady doesn't look good. The they offense look doesn't look good. No, the line doesn't look good. Fournette looks like shit. Yep. I mean, Fournette doesn't just look like shit. He's averaging three point one yards a carry. He is yeah. actually bad. Sixty-two, rushing yards in the last three games. Yeah. And then it comes out today that he threw a little fit about Rashad White, <laughs> and you know, like. Dude, plug Rashad White in. Yes, please. please. Dynasty shares would appreciate it too. But my gosh, uh, Rashad White's one of my flag plants. I'll, yeah, I'll go. I'll go down with the with the ship for that for that guy being a stud. Yeah, I just <laughs> I'll take everything Seattle's doing right now over Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. All right, we know what time it is now. It is Uh-oh. the pronunciation game time. Oh, it's where Devin can't. I was so bad at this last time. Well, it, you have a chance to improve. Doesn't look like it. You have a chance to improve. It. In they his defense, it may, it doesn't look like it because these are the same names. Yep, same names. Are they? They, they are. are the same names. Are you serious? Oh, man. I, <laughs> I meant to study every possible name in the world before I All the names. But I, you have kids. You can't, I, you can't I spare didn't. that much time. Ryan, if about... you don't mind, I would like to take this first one. Please yes. do. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the good old Irish just whooped his ass up and down Notre Dame Stadium. Um, If you didn't think he was a potential first round pick before this, uh, it's all but certain he won't be sniffing the first round of the NFL draft at the very least. He's uh, Clemson's quarterback for mm, I don't really know how much longer. I think you could count the the weeks on one hand, probably. What is his name? Oh, I thought you were going to say it. No, we will uh, say. I it, thought you said you, you were going to take first. this first one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I was going to read it to you gently. So ridiculous that it's the same ones, and I have no clue. Um, okay, I think last time part of my problem was I just like kind of started to say it and just went with it, but I'm going to look at it for a second. Yeah, um, think about it. All but three of these are NFL players, sir. 
Oh, I know. I, uh, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to be embarrassed once oh. again. Oh, well, um, embarrassed. No, yeah, you're right. I don't we let don't, the experts. I'm not ashamed. Podcast. It happens to everyone, Scott. I don't let the experts embarrass me. I am me. I am one mm-hmm. or whatever. Very um, I love it. I think the first the first part is DJ. Nailed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As our That's beloved good. Evan is himself. One for one for one. Mighty Moose. Mighty uh, DJ Moose is his is his DJ, DJ name. DJ oh, Moose. formerly Mighty DJ no, DJ in a neck brace. DJ Ui Galele. Oh, still wrong. Still I know. wrong. It is. Oh, he knows. He knows. DJ Ui Galele. Yeah. You just can't forget that. And he was, so he was watching Alabama there. and LSU instead of Clemson and Notre Dame. Yeah, you would have heard Jack Collinsworth say it in full. Every three seconds, <laughs> Jack Collinsworth fucking stinks. It's all yeah. I'm telling on myself left and right here. It's yes. all good. Uh, quick side right. note: Have you guys heard? Uh, I forget who the announcer was a couple weeks ago. He was calling Kyler Murray Calamari. It sounded like he said Calamari. I like that I like, a lot. I like that. Did you, lot, did you hear that? That's hilarious. Well, did you see? It wasn't. Calamari. It was the. It was the Seahawks game against the Giants. I think where at the end, Pete Carroll got a sideline interference. I did oh, see yeah. that yeah. penalty and the referee called it on the Seattle Mariners. Mariners. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was, yeah, awesome. was fantastic. All right, let's keep, keep it going. All right, Coulter. All right. Uh, so this next guy, he played college ball at Villanova. He was drafted by the Chiefs, now a defensive end for the Saints. What is his name, Scott? Uh, Tano. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, Pisagnon. Mm, just a bit outside. It's it's uh, a hard blowing away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tenno Capasignon. Yep. That's okay. nice. He did not go to BYU. He, did he didn't. Uh, Ryan, I'm not. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to give this one to you, actually. Go All right. Ahead. I like that a lot. Th- this young fella, he, he is out of Wisconsin, the land of cheese. They have bratwurst festivals in the parking lots of their local grocery stores. Uh, it's dairy and sausages is what he's made out of. Plays for the Dallas Cowboys. What's his name? That's well, the it's not worst. Ty- it's not Tyler Batty with the Ravens. Um, since not. I have no idea how to pronounce it, once again, I'm going to just say that it is Tyler Badass. That is that's an acceptable that's pronunciation. The, yeah, that's, that's, the that's a win. Yes. That's a preferred yes. Okay, sweet. I'm preferred pronunciation. I'm going to start doing that for each him, one of them. Yep. His mama calls him Biotish. Tyler Biotish. <laughs> Coulter? That would be. That's so weird, though. Okay, cool. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. This next guy is a. Uh, a Member of the New York G-Men. He's uh, actually playing a bit better this year. Uh, played college ball. He used ball to at, stink. He used to stink. Yeah, he's been okay this year. Uh, played college ball at Old Dominion for those Mighty, Mighty Monarchs. Monarchs. Yep. Uh, what's what's his name? Kings of Virginia. Um, O'Shane? Nope. Mm-mm, that's not O'Sh- off, off on the wrong foot. O'Shane? <laughs> yep. O'Shane. Yes. That's the one. Uh, Zimenez? Close. That's real close. That the only thing close. you're missing is this this subtle shimmy. It's a it's a shimminez. Shimminez. Like okay. A little like just a little dance you do. Yeah. Just, just a shuffle. Just a shuffle. Ryan. All right. I'm going to take this one back. He is a first round draft pick <laughs> out of Auburn. Uh, he doesn't play a whole lot for the Miami Dolphins. Maybe a draft bust. Uh, he does will. now, my friend. He well, does yeah, now. Somebody play ahead him. of him got hurt. He's been a backup for a while. <laughs> uh, he got a pick a couple weeks ago. What's his name? Noah. Yep, nailed it. Like the arc, killed it. Big, big Binogine. Binogine is not common. Is common. It is beautifully a put. Common mispronounced. Yeah, it's a Igbin, Igbinogany is his name. Oh, okay. Igbinogany. Did, did I even have the right amount of syllables? No, no you did not. No, but Orient. it sounded real nice. It sounded Orient. real good. Yeah. 
Next Oregon. coach at Auburn, Noah Igbenaga. Oh, this guy I should know. I know this guy, but yep, Coulter. So this guy's a stud. There's no no way around it. Uh, he's ah, except yeah. when he's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so longtime Patriots special teamer, uh, plays wide receiver sometimes too. He's now a uh, member of the Steelers. He played college ball at Bemidji State. He's a handsome dude. And fun fact, his first name is Caleb. Spelled with K. State. I just Go. found that out. Whoa! Thanks, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is contrary Colt's, to his Colt's real name. Here, yeah, like how about Gunnar Olszewski. Oh, oh, shirts oh. and pants. He <laughs> sounded so confident with the I know this guy. Oh, he does yeah. know the guy. Like, he doesn't I just know. I can picture the guy. I don't know how yeah. to pronounce his last Gun, name. Gunnar Olszewski. Oh. You were you were there, man. You were close. Very much like the famous like Duke basketball. I'd like to go back and review the footage. I think I'm getting them wrong exactly how I got them wrong the first time. We'll <clears> we'll <throat> talk about it and we'll let you know the next time you're on. Okay. <laughs> AJ. Uh, so Notre Dame is playing uh, this man and his team, the Navy midshipmen, this week. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be the most boring game of a boring slate of games whenever yeah, Notre Dame plays. Rough. This this weekend stinks, and this man is contributing directly to that garbage. Actually, he's, I understand he's a very good guy. He coaches Navy, and he's been doing that for a long time. What's his name? And that first name is really disappointing with that last name. I know. Um, Ken. But you got it. That's good. Uh, Ken Neo Matololo. Beautiful. Beautiful. Get your clapping hands closer yep. to your yep. mic, Ryan. Yep. Now we can hear it. Almost hitting myself in my schnoz on that one. That's yeah. All right. This, That's a spatial second thing. To, second to last name is uh, a, a linebacker edge rusher at the University of Oklahoma on that defense, which is quite possibly the worst in the Power Five. What is his name? David. Nailed it. Or Dave. I'm not sure um, what he chooses for, the, for those close days. to him, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was hanging out with me and Ken. Sure that's what Brent Venables <laughs> calls him is Dave. Um, it's just Scott, Ken and Dave hanging out. <laughs> uh, David Ugwogbu. We'll take that. Yeah. 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 Bravo. Fin finished strong. Mm -hmm. uh, did yeah. you try this one? Not too strong. Oh, yeah, we did this one last time. So let's see. Oh, you know this one. Yeah. Well, no, we did it. Like, I don't. <laughs> I think you so got this one right last John, time. So go ahead. John Christian. Kaimi Noe Auloa Emek A Ike Oke Eku Mupaa Fairbairn. Boom. Amazing. It just couldn't amazing. be better. Yeah. And for that, it's a congratulations to tonight's winner of the McCork Award, Scott Ew. Renew. He did it. He did it. We no one thought he could, but congratulations, he did. Scott. Last week's winner, Dave Cruz. Uh, gentlemen, and it's now to put the sincerity in your palms and clap them together and give Scott a very late night round of applause for joining us. Listen, he's got kids. My understanding is he's got daughters, and these daughters need to go to bed, and we're yeah. keeping him from doing that. Uh, and that's why you get that huge applause. Thank you so much for joining us this week. By the way, you guys, joining us Dave, again. you guys had Dave Cruz. Uh -huh. He did, yes. Oh, I love he's, a, he's, he's a, a three, he's a three-time winner of the McCork Ole. Dave Cruz, is one of he's been like one of the nicest, most supportive dudes. I love that guy. Yeah, and he and he comes here and he gets he's he's just the dirty. He's he just gets dirty. He gets in the mud with us, Scott. Good, I can't believe that. Good for he gets him. So deep in the mud with us. Trenches. We love Dave. We also love Scott. Another round of applause for Scott, yeah. gentlemen. Thank Get you, Scott. Out. Thank you for having me again, uh, Scott. Plug your stuff for us real quick. And again, thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Us um, well, you can find me. I'm on Twitter more than I should be, or maybe less than I should be at Munder Difflin FF. Um, I write a, I write a regular column 
co-host podcast. I have a goofy ass YouTube video series called Pulp Fantasy, all for in-between media. And then I get down in the nerdy numbers with fantasy data, writing a weekly article for them called Beneath the Surface, where I look at a bunch of advanced stats and tell you what I think is interesting about them. Um, And then I have a Patreon where I do my own kind of self-created spreadsheets, various things. I've got this thing this year where I'm, I'm keeping track of basically game log data across a million statistics, both for and against each team. So I can calculate my own fantasy points against target shares, blah, 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 blah. All that's available on my Patreon. Um, but yeah, I'm also just on Twitter a lot and I like to have fun. Good stuff, Scott. Excellent. Thank you so much. I have man. no we words, Scott. I have you. no words. <laughs> we appreciate you coming <laughs> Thank on. Thank you so much, Yeah, Scott. thanks for having me again, guys. Broncos it's late and he still Let's did read. it. Uh, Papa, Papa bless Ryan. Take us home. uh, Thanks for listening to the shower football podcast. Please subscribe to our freshly shaven podcast. Takes a long time to do that on some of us. Colts, very hairy man. Uh, Any podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, et cetera. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast listeners. Take a second, retweet new episodes on Thursday mornings, then watch the Texas Longhorns as they take on TCU on Sunday. Uh, Battle in the big 12. TCU is going to jump out. Uh, to, to a 14-point deficit, and Texas is somehow going to fumble the bag and give the Horn Frogs yet another pathway into the college football playoff because Texas is back. Mm-hmm.